You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. He's Julian Andrews. Julian, we got new music. Now we do, baby. Who did that? Um, I did that. You did, did that. that. Yep. Yeah, you did. It's time for a new season. The Wolves are playing uh, kind of as we speak, or is the game over? It's it's on right now. Literally, it's on downstairs at my house. Um, they're in the fourth quarter right now. So it was kind of tricky because it like I didn't know if it was going to be on Fox Sports North or Bally Sports North, I guess. And mm-hmm. then because it says like there was supposed to be some sort of like replay volleyball game on. But then I saw on ah. Twitter that it was indeed on valley sports north so i got to i got to watch uh most of the first half um, very nice which is probably uh, all that's go ahead sorry yeah probably the only thing that's important um and also you guys might be wondering um like hey um you guys sound really good well thank you first off you should see how we look we look way better um <laughs> but yeah we do sound probably a lot better because we have microphones now so um we're like professional it's a big level up it's a big yeah. level up no pun intended with audio levels. Right. I don't really know how audio <laughs> See, levels some work. Some audio engineering puns from Kyle. Yeah, it's all in, you know, old Kyle. Yeah, we um, love it. Did I step on you there? No, no, it's okay. I was just going to say, it seemed like Kat uh, played really well in the first half of this game. Did he, he get did. hurt or something? I was just looking. Okay. No, I think everybody just, like, at the end of the first half, I think they just kind of pulled a lot of their starters. Um, it looks like Jackson Hayes okay. had like a nasty injury injury, but let's go through some of this. Um, I like things are happening like live as we talk. So, um, like if we miss like a giant thing, I guess just like bear with us. Cause we didn't know that it happened. Um, but for the most part, like my biggest takeaways just from watching the game were like Patrick Beverly's intensity is real. And are we going to get sick of it? Yep. Um, but 
like for now, I thought it was kind of cool. He got a technical. He was talking shit to Devonte Graham, basically telling him to like go back to the Eastern Conference, which I find hilarious, oh, nice. especially because like Patrick Beverly's. Funny... Yeah, because like Patrick Beverly's not that good, so it's like funny when he's like talking shit to like Devonte Graham, who is also like fine, like nothing, like it's just like, yeah, two, right. like yeah. <laughs> mediocre guys getting into it. Um, but like another thing I think like a lot of Timberwolves Twitter was picking up on was like Anthony Edwards just looks really engaged on defense, which like, again, oh, yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these storylines are just like, it's a, it's a preseason game. So it's like, whatever, like take, take from what you will. Like, yeah, Anthony Edwards was engaged for, you know, 12 minutes in the first half of a preseason game. Um, against a t- the a Pelicans team that doesn't have Zion Williamson, but um, I don't know, like uh, like you'd rather like then then the other side of that argument is like you'd rather have these things yeah. happen than not happen, like yeah, so right, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. We always say like, oh, you can't take too much out of preseason, but if Anthony Edwards came out and was like totally unengaged on defense, we would all be like, what is going on? You know, like this is horrible. So I, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, I saw Jaden McDaniels picked up five fouls in like 10 minutes. Yeah. That's probably um, not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now like overall Beverly two for nine from the field, um, which is probably like what we're, what we'll see a lot from, from him. I think like just dude, I, I was listening to Horton on the way home from class. Shout out Alan Horton. Always fun to get the call on the radio. Um, and he was like saying what D'Lo was doing. And I, I can just, I can vision. He was just like walking up to the three point line and jacking up shots. And I was like, I can just picture this. And I was just like already getting mad. And I was like, this is a preseason game. I'm not even watching. I can't be uh, getting this emotionally invested in <laughs> like D'Lo just shooting shots. He shouldn't. It's like, he'll, get, he'll like get a big on him and just like jack up a three pointer. It's like, that's the worst thing to do if you have big on you. But It's true. So it begins. So it begins. I just got a text asking somebody uh, asked if Towns was hurt, and I don't. I haven't seen anything. Like I'm not watching the game anymore because we're recording so. this. But I don't think so. I'm guessing he's just out because that's what happens in preseason. Um, and I haven't seen anything on Twitter. So um, I, I think it's just you're playing your uh, big man. Cat says he lifted during halftime. Yeah. Okay. Said that, pregame cat would not play in the second half. Okay. Good. Uh, then then we're fine. Um, like just another, like some more box score, just like scouting. Like I always find this fun, especially with, with like football to just look at a box score and like try to figure out what happened. Um, obviously preseason is totally different, but like if you're, if you're going into the season and you're the wolves, you're like, what what needs to work? And it's, we we talked about Edwards, but it's like, basically you need Russell and towns to work. Um, and then you know, what, whatever happens at power forward. So you look at Russell and towns, they combined in, in the first half, um, they combined for 34 points, uh, 12 for 19 from the field, five for 10 from the three point line. Uh, so that's really, really good. Nice. Um, Russell also had five assists, three rebounds, uh, town, seven rebounds, four assists. And it's actually probably like the perfect team for someone like, uh, Russell to go up, up against. Cause like Devonte Graham is their starting point guard. So it seems like a guy he could take advantage of pretty easily. Um, Josh Jacoby played well. But then, yeah, you're at that power forward. McDaniel, six fouls in 13 minutes. Uh, Torian Prince, uh, 15 minutes off the bench. And then Jared Vanderbilt, 17 minutes off the bench. So um, probably a look of like what we're going to. And I I know Finch said at the beginning, like, don't look too much into rotations. And um, that's probably true. But like, I think this team is pretty predictable. Like we kind of know what 
players are going to be in the rotation. And I think like the biggest question is if McDaniels does start at the four, like how the minutes are split up between Nas Reed, like backup center, like Torian Prince, like at the yeah. three, four, and then Vanderbilt, who's like the four, like, you know, what, what the combinations look like there, because, you know, you, you could see Reed and Towns playing on the court together. Like, I don't know, like, you know, how often that is, but but then you have mm-hmm. Prince who's like undersized where he could also play the three, but you could also tell me he could play the four. And then you have Vanderbilt who could, he plays the four, but you could also put him at the five sometimes probably. So um, we'll see. But overall, I think like super, super fun game to watch um, and like good for the Timberwolves uh, for everybody talking about like Balmero and how much he'll play and contribute. Um, I picked him in my fantasy basketball league. Um, he's played a minute and a half. So probably not like a super great sign for, <laughs> For how much he's going to play this year, but preseason, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, maybe I don't know adjustments, all that. I'm sure that yeah. we'll we'll find a way to kind of postpone judgment on him, considering that everybody wants him to be good. So, yeah, Wolf starters, by the way, Russell, Edwards, Akogi, McDaniel's, and Towns. Um, and I think like people were maybe thinking that we could see Beasley start at the two, and then Akogi come off the bench. But I th- I, I do think defensively, Akogi there makes sense. Um, it's kind of are fun. We gonna, yeah. Are we going to get, get and especially with him and, and, and Beverly on the court at the same time, like you're trading your offense in for, you know, just two defensive stoppers. But if you have Russell and, 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 and towns on the court at the same time, maybe that does make sense. But, um, you know, it, it will probably hit that point in the season where a Kogi's out of the starting lineup. Cause he goes like one for 44 on three point attempts over yeah. like a seven game stretch. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, whatever, whatever happens. But, um, I like the thought of it. I like the thought of like a defensive stopper out there. I mean, I also love the idea of Beasley as a six man. I think I've brought this up before, but I, you have. I think that if you bring a Kogi and Bev off the bench, then you have no offense. Um, and I, I think, I think Beasley, I mean, Beasley did well in the starting lineup, but I think that it's kind of a sign of a good team when guys will like do the role that benefits the team the most. And I really think that Beasley coming off the bench will benefit the team the most because yeah, I don't know. I just, I actually didn't even really think about starting a Kogi. I'm sure lots of other people did, but um, yeah, I, that makes a I, lot of sense now that you say I, that. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think with BC, I'm glad you said that because like BC is one of those guys where like he signed the deal that he did. Right. And everybody thought that the wolves were getting a good deal because I think we thought of it as like, Oh my gosh, we're getting our starting shooting guard. That's going to average 20 points per game. Right. For this deal where the reality is we're getting a really, really good bench score for this deal. And I think maybe there's like five other teams that would start Beasley. I don't know, maybe more than that, but like where, where most teams, if, if they're a good team, Beasley's probably like their sixth or seventh man. Um, which I think is kind of why he wanted to leave Denver in the first place. He was like the ninth guy in the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's getting boosted up in the order, but like, sir, Again, right? It's like not necessarily about if you start. If he plays 28, 29, 30 minutes a right. game, like those are starters minutes. So um, that's interesting. Uh, another player just to like talk about for a little bit is Nas Reed. Um, I think we talked about Carl Anthony Towns, like lost a bunch of weight. Um, I don't know if we actually did talk about that on we here. Did but not. He, but he we, lost. We have yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Carl lost a, a lot of weight with like due to COVID last year, he said. Um, and I think this off season, just judging from like his Instagram stories and, and on social, it was a goal of his to, uh, just like 
redefine yep. his body, I think, and like figure out what he wants to do and be stronger, but also a little more mobile. So he's cutting down on some of those injuries. And obviously some of those injuries are just kind of like freak injuries that happen. Um, yeah. But another, another player that has lost a lot of weight is Nas Reed. Now Nas Reed, when he came out of LSU, he was undrafted, uh, which he said at the time was by choice. He, he would, he preferred, he wanted to pick his team and the Timberwolves were a team that he thought uh, fit well. Um, he, he went undrafted a lot. A lot of that had to do with his athleticism. Um, he, he didn't really move that well coming out of the draft. Um, but part of that what too, was that he was out of shape. He was the only player in the NBA draft combine that had body fat that was, uh, higher than 10%. Um, and, and I think like Gerson Rosas and obviously not, not, not with the team anymore, but we've talked about how he's done it. He did a nice job with those fringe guys. Uh, Reed is one of them now. Reed is down to 237 pounds. Wow. Uh, he told Jace Frederick of the Pioneer Press, our old friend, uh, he feels the best he's ever felt. It's a constant continuation of the work he realized he needed to do from the first day of summer league when he entered the league. Um, yeah, so so Reed last year, 11 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, um, and only 19 minutes per game, which I think is pretty, like, I think those numbers are, can be replicated pretty easily. Yeah, totally. Um, in, in, in this, like this year. So, uh, if you look at a team like with their center and backup center position with what they're paying those two, obviously Carl's on a max, but, but Nas is on such a good deal. Like I think the wolves are, have, have a really good one to punch there. And, um, I'm, I'm excited to see like Nas Reed tonight, um, 19 points, of course, 13, 13, uh, or sorry, 19 minutes, 13 points already. Um, so I, I'm excited. I think, I think like I, we talk about all these other guys, but like having a backup and dependable center is a big thing. And we like, I, I know we talked about this, you and I did about like the Suns in the finals with like Deandre Ayton. And if he gets in a foul trouble yeah. and like, I'm not necessarily saying like Nas Reed is a guy that can play, like can play in a rotation in the NBA finals, but like those guys are important. And like all of a sudden, if, if Carl yeah. does get hurt, you have a guy that can play. And it's any, and he's in better shape than he's ever been. And you have a guy who's not as good, like not even as close to as good as Carl is, but he, who does kind of similar things, you know? And so you don't have to totally change your offense whenever cat's not on the floor. You can, you can actually kind of continue to play the same way. You can't expect the same things out of him. Um, But yeah, you don't, when the, and that gives you more lineup flexibility too, because you can do things like give Carl a rest, like pull Carl early. Like they do with Giannis. If he's like, you know, not, not feeling great run, give Nas Reed some run at the starters. You know, you can just like mix it up, like play Carl, let Carl feast on bench setters a little bit. You know, it's just like, there's a lot you can do when everybody on your team knows how to play with a certain type of big. It's, that's a great point with, with, with their, their style of play. Um, and then like, you can, you can think of it as like, Hey, we have two centers that don't defend the rim, but you also have two centers <laughs> that are, that are, that, that, that are really, really good passers and can shoot from the three point line. So you get to um, compensate for yeah. their, the same weakness at all times. So it's, it's easier that than having to remember who's on the floor. <laughs> it's true. Uh, pick your poison. Uh, I, I will say too, like the, the wolves, like I know you're playing a team in the Pelicans and they don't have Valanchunas. He, he didn't play tonight. And uh, obviously Zion's out. Um, but it is probably a team that you think that you're probably going to be competing with for one of those final spots. And again, like it's fucking, it's preseason. Like I get it. And I'm like the last guy that gets excited about these games. But, but if you are looking for like those little silver linings, like 
Carl had a huge junk dunk on uh, Jackson Hayes earlier in the game. And yeah. it's like, you, you're like joke. You're kidding yourself. If the next time Carl sees Jackson Hayes guarding him, like he's not thinking of him yeah. just going ham. So there are like those little I mean, things it's like good to blow the like, doors off a team that people are comparing you to, you know, and like Devonte Graham and the Patrick Beverly thing. Like I guarantee you when that, 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 that matchup comes up in the regular season, you know, the, the three times it does like, that is a storyline and those guys yeah. are not going to like each other. So yeah, I don't want to like put too much into it. Um, but, uh, you know, but, you know, you don't want to put too much into it, but you do have to start. I mean, we talk about building culture and how winning, winning helps, you know? And I think that even in the preseason, it's, it's better to start off on the, on a positive note than it is on a negative note. And the Wolves have started off on many negative notes. It is worth noting that uh, the Wolves play the Pelicans in game two and game three this year um, on one of the, like the NBA is kind of doing the same thing it did last year where they're kind of like wide travel, all this, but for the Timberwolves, uh, they catch a break. If Zion isn't ready for the start of the regular season, because you're getting two games off the bat um, without him potentially. Um, So something to keep. I mean, I think the NBA should keep doing this. I mean, we know the Timberwolves are the one of the teams that travels the most in the league, if not, the mo- if not the most, as in, I mean, travels the, the farthest. Yeah. Um, just because of where they're located and in, in uh, relationship to other NBA cities. I, I mean, I think it's a no brainer. Like even after COVID, I understand that maybe it's like harder from a marketing perspective to sell two games worth of tickets to the same team, you know, on like back to back nights or on every other night. Um, but I think the players have got to love it, right? Like yeah, cutting the in- travel way down, staying in the same place for longer. I agree. But, and also though, if I'm like a, if, if I know Zion is coming at the same time, like, and I'm, if I don't live in Minneapolis and I need to like get a hotel or like, yeah, good call. If, I, if, if I'm flying in from somewhere and I'm like, Hey, the, uh, like if I always said this about like, you know, with, with Las Vegas having like a football stadium, th- th- I mean, they could have got rid they, they could have got away with having a football stadium there with no team. Cause I think people just would have flown in to watch their teams play. Obviously, Vegas is Vegas. But I, what, what I'm saying is like, if all of a sudden the Timberwolves are playing a Saturday on Monday and a Tuesday in Denver, like three games in four nights, like right. and I'm, and I'm thinking about going to Denver. Like I'm probably like, part of me is like, yeah, let's go to two of those wolves games. Um, yeah, totally. You know, where, where, so yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, um, if the Raiders played on sun on Saturdays, that would be perfect. I don't sure. think that, I don't think the NFL is going to go for that, but they've really got the Sunday thing kind of locked into their branding. They, they really do. It's kind of, yeah, it's part of the, I, I don't, I mean, I don't watch a lot of benefit. Like I don't sit on the couch for 14 hours every Sunday to watch, but you don't watch um, uh, eight hours of uninterrupted commercial free red zone every, I, I actually did after the Vikings game. I know I do exactly. like red zone, but I, 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 I never can watch more than like two or three hours of football. I start to go crazy. Bless your soul. Uh, That's my wife put it on all day. My wife is jealous because she has to deal with me watching Monday night, Thursday night. Okay, um, she named her cats after football players, so she. That's true. Maybe she had it coming. Um, <laughs> Julian, with that being said, um, week week four of the NFL season is almost in the books. Um, maybe you lost all your fantasy teams are already like going down the drain. That's okay. Um, you can make your bets over at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older. 
New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. We also want to thank our good friends over at Three Star Sports Cards. They have a uh, store in Bloomington and in Little Canada or threestarsportscards.com. They have been my sports card collecting home since my like, day one in the cities um, when I moved here like 10 years ago. And um, we've been through a lot together, uh, but but they're awesome. If you need like supplies, advice, uh, cards, um, first and foremost, I suppose, cards, that. Yeah. Uh, go go there or go to their website, uh, message them on social, they'll, they'll, they'll help out however they can. Um, later this week, we will have our three-star sports card, card corner. Uh, last week, we've, we talked about Michael Porter Jr. and Kevin Porter. Um, that's over on, on my Twitter, Kyle underscore Radke. Uh, we, we, uh, nice plug. Yeah. And I, well, kind, kind of a nice plug. I, I just want more people to, to watch those. I mean, I, I think we, we're getting like Probably a thousand should. people. We're getting for like sure. a thousand people to watch them, but I think it is good advice as we approach the NBA season. Um, Kyle knows what he's talking about. If you're not, li- if you're, if you're doing the card thing and you're not listening to Kyle. What are you yeah. doing? What I'm trying to do is balance the, cause I, I know a lot of people that listen to the show are just in, interested in basketball. And I like, there's not people that are listening to all the basketball just so they can get a card nugget or two out of it. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm trying not to make it as heavy in the card scene as we maybe had it before, but I'd still want, like, we're still probably gonna have an episode of like five players to watch as we approach the season. For sure. Like, for sure. So, well, yeah. And that's just, if you don't like those episodes, just don't listen to them or, Right. Listen to them, but just put it on mute. Yeah, even better. We and then do that week. ten to twenty times, and then give us five stars over at uh, on Apple Podcast. And I think you can do five stars on Spotify now. I'm not positive, right. but if you can, five stars all the way around. Um, people out in podcasts always say that it really, really helps them. I don't know how much it helps us. Um, I don't either, dude. But it, I was wondering this too. Do like, we do I, more people listen if we get good re- good reviews? Like it's probably. Have you ever read a podcast review? No, I haven't either. No, but I don't think we're doing this right. Maybe they're just like high. (laughs) Maybe they're recommended to you. But but I've also never listened to a podcast that was recommended to me by the app. No, it's only the one that's recommended to me by people that I know. Yeah, that I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the the takeaway here is recommend us. Yeah, to all your friends. IRL. Um, normally our ads are the break point in our, um, in our, uh, podcast, but we don't really have much else to talk about. The only other news that I have that I want to talk about is, um, we talked about it last week, how Andrew Wiggins was going to lose like millions of millions of yeah. dollars, like maybe 14 million because he was uh, talking about standing his ground and not getting the vaccine, which is obviously his decision. But if you're going to make that decision, you have to live with the consequence of not getting paid because, uh, being vaccinated uh-huh. obviously protects those around you. Well, Andrew Wiggins is vaccinated, so we don't have to worry about it. Uh, yeah. Steve Kerr said that that he was. So I'm trying to find uh, this guy had a very <laughs> this guy parlayed. Um, I don't know if this is real. I saw it on Twitter. He parlayed Wiggins, Jonathan Isaac, Beal, and Kyrie all not being vaccinated by the start of the season. Got some really excellent odds on it. R.I.P. the parlay. R.I.P. the parlay. So, but, but still, but for, it's a good thing that for mine got vaccinated. It's a very good thing. Uh, 
yeah, so so good job by good job by Andrew getting the vaccine. Um, I think the Timberwolves are fully vaccinated, by the yes, way. Yes, they are. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all we have later on this this week. We're gonna do our NBA awards uh, prediction and and like just our playoff prediction of. And I, I don't know if that's gonna be like NBA final predictions or like our top eight spots. Julian we'll have and I will hash it find out. Yeah, we'll we'll hash it out. And then we're we'll also uh, highlight a, a player with our three star sports card corner or like maybe a product to buy or. Whatever, I'll I'll dig in. Um, we'll we'll get you something good. I just bought a uh, actually just bought a Luka Doncic optic PSA nine card. Ooh, it's like one hundred fifty bucks. Like that's we we talked about this last week a little bit, and I guess we're getting into the card corner now. But like the nines and tens are crazy because yeah, like there's not much of a difference a lot of times between what a nine and ten looks like. But obviously, there's like tens are the best card you can get, right? So big. But the nines are people don't want them as badly, so they get so devalued. Even mm-hmm. though like they're still a really good card, they're just not a ten. So I thought it yeah. maybe was a good investment. I also had some drinks on Saturday when I bought it. So, which we'll literally, which literally is ninety percent of my ninety percent of my card collection is me. After I had like a beer, like an October, I had like one October. Yeah, I have one October. <laughs> one October fest. And it's like, all right, let's go back. And then he's cards. live on YouTube uh, buying so, cards. So stupid. Um, like, Kyle, why are you t- Twitch streaming again? Yeah, this is so dumb. Um, all right, Julian. Well, you rock. Uh, thanks for the music. Uh, yeah, we yeah. sound better. We look the same. Um, we'll be back later this week with, with, with some NBA predictions. And um, we'll, we'll have some like post-game quotes from uh, this game that we can probably hash through as well. So, um, Julian... Yeah. Thank you as always. Everyone, thanks for listening. We will talk to you later this week. 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups.